This is my friend's place in WGOTLP Gainesville.
it's like pulling back the curtain, like looking through shallow water. You need to know, you need to know, you need it, need it, need it, need it, need it. There's oh. a moment for Husky sitting by the motorway. He's waiting for the green men to come take him away. When they come for him again, take your time, he will say, I care for you the message. True love knows no death. There's a woman with a megaphone outside the station. She's talking hellfire and internal damnation. Blaming Adam and Eve for all our misery. But we can be born again. True love knows no death. Bruh, bruh. True love knows no death. I've seen him, I've seen him. True love knows bruh, no death.
in the air and you're listening to my friend's place on WGOTLP Gainesville. Let's take a quick look at what you heard in the warm-up mix this week here on my friend's place. Leading the show off, you had Orbital with Ringa Ringa, the Breakage Remix. Now, I played the original one of this a few weeks ago and I really like like that one a lot, uh, but I also really like this drum and bass remix of Orbital. Uh, some of the best stuff they've released in some time, in my opinion, anyway. Then after that, you had technology and teamwork with Big Blue. Uh, then it was one you heard last week from Temples called Gamma Ray, so that's two weeks in a row you've heard it on my friend's place. Speaking of two weeks in a row, you had Kale with True Love, No Snow Death. Pretty sure he's the lead singer of uh, Block Party, if I'm not mistaken. Then it was the CIA. Um, not the government agency, but the band, uh, with the song title being Bubble. And after that, you had Gina Birch, I Play My Bass Loud. And that catches you up to everything 
here on the warm-up mix this week here on my friend's place and now one of the things i want to do here in 2023 for my friend's place is introduce some new show topics ideas and bits and i'm going to call this one tales from the convenience store because i have a lot of uh kind of quirky interesting stories um that i uh, come across at the convenience store and uh, I've mentioned it before on the show, but I do really love stopping off for a Tallboy IPA on my way home from work. Uh, so I stop at the convenience store almost every day, uh, buying pretty much the same thing, you know, occasionally like a sweet treat from uh, the candy aisle. So I'm in a convenience store quite often. And I'm always pretty much stopping at the same local convenience store by my house, which I have to say is really wet run well it's immaculate clean as one of the nicest public bathrooms in all of Gainesville and I'll actually drive around other convenience stores and go out of my way to go to this one it's the racetrack on um, 13th Street right across the street from McDonald's so um, if you ever are in dire need of a restroom and you're out on the road and you want one that's not completely filthy then hit up that racetrack it's got a great wonderful clean bathroom um, anyway I'm walking in um, after work uh, to pretty much get my, my regular and um, there's a man kind of standing in the doorway he's I don't know probably in his 70s he's got a uh, 12 pack of Natty Light cans which I can totally respect and he's holding the door open for me except Here's the problem. I'm coming um, from the left side of the sidewalk. And the door and his body, they are totally blocking me from the left side. So that I, I think he's trying to be nice and uh, hold the door open for me. Except for the fact that I would have to walk all the way around him. Um, way out of my way to actually get in the door that he's opening. Um, so I look at the old man kind of uh, hoping that he'll uh, get my intentions and move out of my way so I can get in the convenience store. And he uh, kind of looks back at me. And then out of nowhere, the old man holding his uh, 12-pack of Natty Light, trying to open the door for me at the convenience store except blocking my way from getting in, he suddenly yells at me, Shit! It is Tuesday! And then he runs off. And yes... It was a Tuesday, um, but I don't know really what his point was. So there you go. That's Convenience Stores Tales number one. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll have more as we go uh, through the weeks and months here on My Friend's Place. So um, after that wonderful story, you got a wonderful song. I was talking about Orbital earlier. Um, I actually teamed up with Sleaford Mods for a track about a month ago. But uh, this time we got Sleaford Mods who are about to uh, do a brand new album. And this one's called UK Grim. And hopefully I got all the curse words out of the song edited. Um, anyway, uh, enjoy. Stop the corner, stomp, there's a drop-off Aunt Lear and Vladimir's guys top-off 
crisis stamina Full marathon, four poop breaks I can feel the ship from your crisis race Spray out my back Because in England, nobody can hear you scream You're just fuck lads This says UK Grim Keep that desk here in tiger Put it in the bed This says UK Grim This says UK Grim Keep that desk here in tiger Put it in the bed this is UK Grim Your perceived contradictory and hypocritical fate There's no top 5 album when you're off the grid Fuck all that, not here to please you mate Liz Truss, conformity The smooth streets in the business quarter Where the white Range Rovers haunt They sound lovely, white shirts and lunch bellies Wealth measles penetrate the cornflakes I want it all like a crack forest gatto I do drugs in my head so I can still go to bed As I pan the slabs of this dreamscape into eggs This is UK Grim, keep that desk here in tiger Put it in the bed This is UK Grim This is UK Grim, keep that desk here in tiger this is UK Grim But when it's gone, need the trails in the mindset But when they come, like a dawn rate smash the mindset But when it's gone, need the trails in the mindset But when they come, like a dawn rate smash the mindset But when it's gone, need the trails in the
daddy Give me love, give me Fendi, my Balenciaga daddy You gon' need to bag it up Cause I'm spending on Rodeo You can wish me back it up I'll be gone in the
Closing things out in that set, you had Allison Goldfrapp, uh, she of uh, Goldfrapp fame, uh, with the song Dig Deeper, where she teamed up with electronic music producer uh, Claptone on that song. Uh, before that, leading things off in that 30-minute uh, set of music, you had a new one from Sleaford Mods, UK Grimm. They've got a brand new album coming out, so uh, try to play as many as I can off that album, but there is so much editing to do because of the language uh, that they sometimes use. Uh, then, pop star Sam Smith uh, with a very dark pop song, Unholy, featuring Kim Petras. Really like the uh, production on that one uh, a lot. Uh, then it was model actress with Crossing Guard. Uh, for the second week in a row, you heard Civic with Blood Rushes. After that, it was a band called Thus Love put on dog and then another one you've heard two weeks in a row covering jane Wheatland. you had always with rush hour and then um, that gets you pretty much caught up to everything you've heard this week here on my friend's place so let's do one of the things that we do each and almost every week let's drop a couple of quick uh, movie and television reviews and the first thing i'm going to talk about as a movie call me by your name but it's actually an old movie five years old from 2017 it's from a uh, director luca guadagnino hopefully i'm saying his name correctly uh if you happen to uh, listen to my 2022 movie countdown show a couple weeks uh then luca guadagnino he directed my number two favorite movie of the year uh called bones and all which also just happens to star uh, timothy chalamet um, who is also the star of call me by your name and another thing the movies have in common is that they are both set in the 80s. Thus, they have some pretty great music uh, from that decade. And um, both are actually coming-of-age uh, love stories. Now, uh, Call Me By Your Name is kind of missing the cannibalism that you find in Bones and All. Um, the big difference, though... I'd say in the love story is that Bones and All, besides the cannibals, <laughs> uh, they're also kind of a boy-girl type story. Uh, the love story in Call Me By Your Name is actually uh, a homosexual one between um, Timothy Chalamet and his co-star Armie Hammer. And uh, if you follow pop culture at all, you know Armie Hammer, <laughs> interestingly enough, had his own real-life uh, cannibal issues that have kind of caused him to get canceled and disappear from Hollywood. Nevertheless, this is a 2017 movie before all that happened, and he's actually pretty great in it. Um, it takes place on a 17th century estate in northern Italy, uh, where Army comes to live with uh, 
Timothy Chalamet's family. He's working as a research assistant uh, for Timothy Chalamet's dad over the summer, uh, which pretty much means we know what's going to happen at the end of the movie when his uh, time runs out over the summer. Um, Call Me By Your Name is a bittersweet and beautiful uh, love story about finding like that first love and uh, I guess I was really impressed overall and a little bit um, disappointed that I waited so long to actually uh, watch this movie. It has great music and absolutely great scenery uh, making this movie totally delightful in my opinion. Now, be forewarned, there are a couple of pretty graphic sex scenes, so maybe this isn't the love story that you watch with Meemaw, or maybe if you have uh, teens, like younger teens, but um, overall it is a really terrific uh, love story from one of the best directors in the world, and uh, would be in my top 10 2023 list, except it's actually a 2017 movie. Anyway, let's move on to a television show that I'm watching that it seems like a lot of other people are watching too, as it's breaking quite a few records over there on the HBO. And um, so we've got a, a new show on HBO uh, based on a super popular video game, and I've known about this show, and it's been a production for quite some time, and the first thing I wanted to ask myself is, do we really need yet another television show about yet another post-apocalyptic world filled with zombies. Um, so if you haven't figured out what I'm talking about, I'm talking about The Last of Us. Then, so like, there have been so many like zombie movies and TV shows, then on top of that, it's based on a video game. So it had a lot of like negative vibes going on for me. I really was not like, really wasn't looking forward to the show, but you know, I wanted to give it, um, Really wanted to give it a, a chance because it's been getting pretty amazing reviews across the board. And I'll have to say, after two episodes that have aired, it airs weekly on HBO, I'd have to say, yeah, it's definitely um, worth watching. Um, it's from the same exact people that did the Chernobyl series on HBO a couple of years ago uh, that people really, really loved, and I think it won Golden Globes and Emmys and things like that. Um, so it's got a great creative team behind it. And uh, Last of Us stars Pedro Pascal, who now has been a part of uh, Game of Thrones, uh, the Star Wars universe, uh, Mandalorian, and now he's in another huge series, uh, The Last of Us. So I would not mind getting a couple of his uh, residual checks. Um, the basic idea of The Last of Us is there's this girl, and she's been bitten by these uh, fungus zombies, and she appears to be immune to them. So there's a plan to transport her to some far-off medical center out west um, so that the scientists there can look at her blood and try to make a vaccine. And then she gets there, and uh, they get the vaccine, and then half the population thinks the vaccine's a host, and they die anyway. No, nope, that's not actually what happened, but that is what would happen if it were a real show in America in 2023. But uh, no, they haven't made it out to the medical center, so I have no idea um, what's going to happen uh, with this girl and their vaccine. Two episodes are out right now. Episode one is a whole lot of ex exposition and world building. But also at the same time, it's an hour and 20 minutes, so it's like movie length. It does have a really epic like action escape scene that was uh, pretty thrilling. And then episode two, which just aired this Sunday, 
um, it's kind of following that story as they try to transport this girl across the country uh, through this vast wasteland um, outside this thing. Uh, I think they're in Boston. I think they call it New Boston, but it's a quarantine zone and not to go too much into the show or do spoiler alerts. But if you live in the quarantine zone, you are not allowed to live in the or leave the quarantine zone, rather. So you, you have to sneak out and basically be smuggled. Um, so there you go. I've enjoyed the first two episodes. Um, if I do have a complaint, and we'll see how this plays out over the next six or seven episodes, is that it does sometimes feel a little too much like a video game. Now, if I didn't know that it was based on one of the most popular video games of all time, would I recognize it as much? Um, like the, the tools that they use that are actually video game, like side missions and things like that. Maybe, maybe not. So I'm gonna, I'm like still a little bit iffy on this one, but I would definitely say uh, uh, give it a try if you've got HBO Max. So I've um, got two songs coming up in this next music mix. Uh, the first one is going to come from the Last of Us soundtrack, which uh, has a very clever way that they use music as part of uh, like the Smuggler's Code. They have different songs from different decades that send uh, messages. Uh, so in episode one, they play uh, Depeche Mode, one of my favorite of their hits, uh, Never Let Me Down. And it's kind of done the same thing for Depeche Mode that Stranger Things did for Kate Bush. It's kind of gotten a lot of people to listen to them. And then after that, we're going to hear one uh, from the Call Me By My Name soundtrack, a song I hadn't heard in a long time that I just remembered how much I love from a psychedelic verse. So here we go. First up, you got Depeche Mode, Never Let Me Down, here on My Friends Place. <laughs>
hard to pick up all the way that I have found Where your precious love don't come back for more How to move on, cause what is it for? Let's cruise it all away. Fight one more than Shadow Man, Shadow Man. Fight one more than Shadow Man. In the way that made me feel untrue. Hold it back, don't be like you.
tuning into my friend's place on WGOT LP Gainesville. Before that, in the mix, you heard Depeche Mode, Never Let Me Down, a classic track getting a second, third, or fourth light, depending on how you look at it, uh, as being featured in The Last of Us uh, movie, or rather a television show I reviewed uh, coming out of the last break. Uh, then, from the movie I also reviewed, uh, called uh, Call Me By Your Name, you had a classic one from The Psychedelic Furs, love my way and truthfully i had really forgotten about that song until they played it in uh call me by my name and i was really happy to revisit that one and, and hopefully you were too when i played it here on uh, my friend's place then after that you had a new one from maya follett called get out of my house then a great one uh, from a classic alternative and electronic legend that's Moby teaming up with gata and that one is transit almost my uh, closer this week, one of my favorite songs I definitely have heard thus far in 2023. Very good chance you'll hear it again next week, and hey, maybe even the week after that here on My Friend's Place. So, um, done TV movie reviews, talked a little bit about uh, convenience tell stories and first break, and uh, this break I'm going to bring back something that I haven't done in quite some time, and I used to do this thing um, every week for a while anyway called the Big Dummy of the Week, and uh, a while back I decided to retire the bit uh, because I was kind of mean-spirited to start with, and uh, if not well-deserved in most cases to be honest, but um, the idea was that each week on my friend's place to highlight, um, at least in my opinion, the dumbest person on the planet for that week. And uh, truth be told, it got a little repetitive in that it was basically uh, politicians from one particular party that just seemed to be big dummy of the week, week after week after week, uh, one we know quite well here in Florida. But, um, Really didn't want to do things that were that political. Um, everything's become too political, in my opinion. Uh, so wanted to kind of move away uh, from Big Dummy of the Week. But 
but there was something I read in the news uh, that caught my attention for sheer outright stupidity. Now, be forewarned, uh, this bit is going to get a little dark. Um, so if you got kids in the car, uh, maybe this will be the time to flip to something else. But uh, here we go. Um, your big dummy of the week. Now, okay, I, I like true crime. I don't love it, and I'm not obsessed with it. And truth be told, I'm pretty conflicted about true crime uh, TV shows, podcasts, and uh, movies and whatnot because I really don't like the commercialization of murderers and um, other people profiting from like the suffering of the victims. But <laughs> I do like shows like Dateline, The First 48, 2020, and a thousand other uh, docu-series that have become really popular on Netflix and the streamers over the last couple of years. Um, so over the years, I've, I've watched um, these things, especially like on a lazy day with nothing to do, and I've noticed like the common mistakes that these uh, murderers make leading up to their arrest. And they kind of seem to make the same dumb mistakes every single time. I don't want to get too far into that, um, but you kind of know what they are if you've ever watched true crime before. Um, so anyone at all with a working television or who is able to listen to podcasts, everyone in the world knows that if a wife is murdered or somehow goes missing, that the police and everyone involved are going to focus on one person husband or boyfriend or fiance or whatever the relationship status is or even ex-husband I suppose and for good reason because you know it's something like 98% of the time in these cases it is the boyfriend the husband the fiance the ex-husband the separated couple and um, one of the things they're gonna do if you are the husband or significant other they are going to look at your phone records now, let's say your phone has been on for like two years straight, never turned off, um, and then all of a sudden, your phone, it goes dark for 30 minutes, and not just any 30 minutes, but the exact same 30 minutes when a murder occurs, uh, then we all have to agree that is a bit, and I'll use a modern word here, the kids are going to like this, it's a little bit sus. And this exact scenario happened recently in the news in that awful college uh, murder case in Utah, which would qualify that person as big dummy. Um, if you are planning a murder, and hopefully you are not, if you're listening to this, then you need to, at the very least, make sure that your phone, I um, can't see my air quotes, but this is an air quotes, breaks and is off sometime well before you plan on committing the murder. Not the same exact 30 minutes when the murder occurs. Uh, so clearly, um, this PhD uh, student of criminology in Utah is pretty dumb. So he, I was kind of leaning on talking about him for a while, but then this other dummy came along, this murderer, alleged murderer, came along. And uh, not to be outdone, um, this awful man, whose name, I even hate saying it, but I'm, I'm going to, so you can look up the story. 
um, if you're interested in following up. Uh, his name is Brian Walsh. And he is a man who very likely murdered his wife. Now, he did a lot of dumb things but, uh, leading up to this murder that would qualify him um, as Big Dummy of the Week. Uh, right off the bat, he's on probation for some other, like, uh, fraud or other crime that he, met, he committed. Uh, so they were already watching his movements and tracking him. But um, one of the dumb things he did while uh, part of this, um, after his wife disappears, he, or goes on a trip, according to him, I believe, um, he's caught on camera at one of the uh, warehouse or uh, you know, box stores wearing gloves and a mask, purchasing around $450 in cleaning supplies, um, which would qualify you for Big Dime of the Week. But this big dummy did something even more dumb, more horrible, more terrible, more insidious. In addition to purchasing $450 worth of cleaning supplies on camera, um, you know, one of the things they're going to look at when they're following you along is they're going, besides looking at your cell phone, everyone in America knows they're going to check your internet search history. Everyone knows this. And guess what? Incognito mode uh, on Google is not going to help you out. Uh, so, alleged wife killer, Brian Walsh, pretty much um, has a search history of like the top 20 things you would never want to show up in your search history on a computer if you are accused of murder. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually read them. And trust me, if you haven't read these or you haven't heard them, it is going to sound up like a made-up top ten list you'd hear way back on, like, David Letterman. Now, these are things that this big dummy, uh, probable murderer, actually searched for. And, oh, listen to this. He did it, allegedly, um, using his child's iPad <laughs> to do these searches. So, uh, it's a little bit dark, and I just kind of blown away by it. So I'm going to go uh, in sequential order going back to January 1st, 2022 um, at 4.55 a.m. Search number one, how long before a body starts to smell? Search number two, how to stop a body from decomposing? Search number three, how to embalm a body? Next, 10 ways to dispose of a dead body if you really need to. After that, how long for someone to be missing to inherit? Hmm, interesting. Uh, next one, can you throw away body parts? 9.29 a.m. that morning, what does formaldehyde do? Uh, 9.34, how long does DNA last? Uh, can I, an identification be made with partial remains? Disem <laughs> dismemberment and the best ways to dispose of a body at 11.34. At 11.44, how to remove blood from a wooden floor. 11.56, luminol to detect blood. It takes a little bit of break, comes back at 1.08. What happens if you put the body parts in ammonia? Uh, later on, uh, is it better to throw crime scene clothes away or wash them? Uh, next day, January 2nd, 12.45 p.m. Hacksaw, best tool to dismember. 1.10 p.m., can you be charged with murder without a body? 1.14, can, 
can you identify a body with broken teeth? Moving on to January 3rd at 1.02, what happens to hair on a dead body? 1.13, what is the rate of decomposition of a body found in a plastic bag compared to on the surface in the woods? Oh, man, this guy. Ooh. And then uh, last one, I believe, on this list, 1.20 p.m., can baking soda make a body smell good? So there you go. There is no question that this, uh, whether he did the murders or not, which we'll let the courts uh, solve that or figure that one out. Brian Walsh, you are an evil person, and you are also the My Friend's Place Big Dummy of the Week, and it's been a long time. So you have to do something really dumb and really special to get that award. But um, speaking of big dummies, let's go in a slightly lighter direction. Um, I could have talked about this next guy uh, for a long time, but everyone else in the world has. So uh, let's go and uh, hear Bowen Yang's impression of George Santos, who's been in the news uh, on Saturday Night Live this week. He absolutely nails it. So uh, here's something, uh, a little palate cleanser uh, from this awful search history. Uh, anyway, here is Bowen Yang as George Santos on Saturday Night Live. Scientists made a stunning breakthrough in the field of nuclear fusion, which may lead to limitless clean energy. Here to comment is the man behind the research. Oh, no, it's George Santos. <laughs> Scientist's name. No, you're George Santos, and you've been all over the news lying about basically every part of your life. Maybe. Well, you, you lied about going to NYU. You did. You lied about working at Goldman Sachs. No, I filled the gold man sacks. You lied about your mom dying in 9-11? I think I said 7-11. No. No, you even lied about being Jewish. No, I said I was Jewish, which is honestly iconic. Okay. I mean, I said that because my grandparents were in the Holocaust. Oh, my God, really? Yeah, oh, yeah, they actually knew Anne Frank. My ancestors was, were the ones that told her, you should be writing this down. <laughs> that, that, that cannot be true. George... People need to know who you are. Okay, well, I am George Santos, Miss Devalder, if you're nasty. <laughs> I graduated on a volleyball scholarship from Baruchata Adonai University. <laughs> Four years of Michigas. Oh, no. And I am a proud representative from my district in Long Island, New Jersey. <laughs> what are you talking about? Hold on, hang on. Madonna's calling uh -huh, me. Uh -huh. Hello? Yeah, like a virgin? I remember I was there. I was the virgin. Okay. Okay, love you. See you at home. George, we don't believe anything you're saying. Oh, well, by the way, I know that I look Asian, but that's because my maiden name is Chow, as in Fogo de Chow, <laughs> because I'm Brazilian. Right, I got it. Okay, George, well then, can you explain how you suddenly became a millionaire, especially after being linked to the nephew of a Russian oligarch? Oh, okay, well, that's nothing. The only connection I have to Russia is that my great-granduncle was Rasputin, and, uh... <laughs> My great-grandmother was the little bat in the movie. From, from Anastasia? Yeah, from, from Anastasia. Right. Meg Ryan's in it, and Kirsten Dunst plays young Anastasia. Wow. George, I have to ask, can you, can you physically not stop lying? Colin, I'm not a liar. Not like Balloon Boy, that boy who lied about being in a balloon. Remember him? Because that was me. <laughs> 
No, it was not. I'm not lying, okay? They made me take a lie detector test before I came in here. Look. That is a COVID test. Hold on, Madonna's calling me. <laughs> She's calling you on the COVID test? George, this has to stop. You have to stop lying. Why? There's no law against lying. Look at you. You're wearing makeup. Okay, isn't that a lie? Letting everyone think you're gorgeous? But George, I am gorgeous. <laughs> Whoa, buddy. I just don't understand why Republicans won't condemn you. I mean, they promoted you to two committee assignments. Yeah, of course they did, Colin. I'm a team player, and the sport is lies. At least mine are fun. Meanwhile, Marjorie Taylor Greene's over here saying 9-11 didn't happen. I just said it happened to me. George Santos, everyone. Oh, that's you. That's the name you said, right. Camera, I'm your hero Too obscene to be unseen Lights dance in the mirror But they don't dance for me
that 30 minutes of music, you had a new one from Narrowhead called Caroline. Um, before that, we kind of did a uh, three-peat George Santos tribute. Um, coming out of the break, I played the Bowen Yang impression of George Santos from SNL. Then a couple of songs dedicated to Mr. Santos. Uh, first, you had Lies with the uh, camera Chimera. Then after that, kind of kept the uh, thing going with uh, Skinny Palembe. Oh, silly George. So uh, two in a row there for our friend George Santos in the Republican Party. Uh, then after that, you had Soft Colt with Dress. And there you go. You caught up to everything you've heard this week here on My Friend's Place. And we're very close to the end of uh, My Friend's Place this week. But before we head out, i got to do a couple of reminders. First and foremost, the one thing you can do right now besides listening uh, to most help support WGOT is by becoming a subscriber on Patreon. And once you subscribe, starting at just $1 a month, yeah, that's right, $1 a month, uh, you can stream original specials, including an awesome new one uh, from Fred Souter this past week where he did an all-live request show um, that he recorded, and it is fantastic. And you get to hear one of my requests on there, too. So got to be a patron on Patreon to figure out uh, which one was my uh, song dedication from Fred. Also, uh, while you're online, keep in mind uh, WGOT has a very limited FM signal radius, but you don't have to be within uh, listening distance uh, to the radio signal at all because you can listen to WGOT anytime online through a couple different apps. Uh, the one that I think is the easiest and at least works best for my old laptop that I'm using is the TuneIn app. And then um, also, we're on Facebook. Give us a like there and that'll help keep you up to date with fundraising. Um, opportunities, uh, opportunities becoming uh, a part of the station from a volunteer standpoint, dumb memes, more dumb memes, and even more dumb memes. So if you like dumb memes, um, our Facebook page is a great way to uh, get some of those. And um, a reminder about My Friend's Place. Uh, it airs three times a week. Thursday, 4 p.m. is the premiere date, but it also replays Friday at 2 p.m. and Sunday at noon. Uh, those are the replays. However, you can listen anytime by subscribing for free online through Apple Podcasts to Cramela Mix Show. Now, Cramela Mix Show is the name of my other show, more electronic, house, techno-based. Um, but I just put everything uh, that I do under that Cramela Mix Show umbrella. So if you want my Friends Place episodes, search for Cramela Mix Show. Uh, and I want to thank you um, for all your support here at WGOT. And now it is time for your closer this week. Uh, and I got a little bit of soul, actually, to close this one out. Um, it features Samuel T. Herring of Future Island and uh, Boy Harsher's uh, Joe Matthews. It samples a famous uh, 1971 soul song from Atlanta that I never heard. Never heard, rather. Uh, so here is your closer this week. It, Atlanta Band. Algiers, I can't stand it. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in this week, and I'll be back same time, same channel. I am out of here. Of our love, yeah.
Some road 